Report recorded live on Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto. He makes the ladies scream and shout, and the brothers act ill. He's your host, Icy Robots. Greetings, Earth people. I am from Jupiter. It's me again, Icy Robots. I am not a hero. I just sacrifice a bit of my week each and every week to make your week a bit less weak. And this week, dudes, we are gonna have a lot of fun. We gotta. We're gonna talk about Deadpool. We're gonna talk about my um. My life-threatening illness. We are going to talk about the dreams you have when you are sick, and then we're going to move on to a fun top five, where we will discuss the top five things that I want to see on the CW's awesome new show, Legends of Tomorrow. But first, my dude Iceberg, he's here, he's with us. You Iceberg, what's cracking, dude? Nothing, but, uh, you sick again. You were just sick. Yeah, I was feeling better for a minute, but then, I don't know, it came back. How can you be sick once again? I don't know, dude. I don't know if it's the same cold or a different cold, or maybe I just thought that I was better, but I really wasn't better. I don't know. Flesh bags are so weak. Well, we're not as tough as robots, but I, I, don't, I don't know if that's how I'd put it. That is how I would put it. You do always have a way of putting things really tactfully, uh, don't you, Iceberg? Why don't you just get better? The only way to get better is to rest, Iceberg, and I still have to, you know, clean out the ducks and the vents. It's not like... It's not like I have the most helpful, supportive partner up here. You're still just goofing around and doing whatever, even though you can see I don't feel very well. Do you think that the listeners want to hear you is into the microphone? I can't imagine they do. I can't imagine that they do either, Iceberg, but it's like, if I can't get better, I can't stop wheezing, so this is a weekly deal. We gotta do it every week, you know, no matter what, no matter how bad we feel. Uh, why don't you just go ahead and play a song or something right now so we can head into the next part of the show. Whatever, dude. You need to come correct, though. If you don't get better, you can be replaced. I could easily do the show on my own. Don't forget that. This jam here goes out to all my prospective co-hosts out there. Make sure you don't have human frailties or you two will be replaced. Check check it out. To the break of dawn. And Atari will send you any one of these great games free. You are listening to the mother number one, the Funkin' Toys R Us Report. We are back, we are back. It is the mother number one, the Funkin' Toys R Us Report. And uh, like we have been talking about so much lately, I am sick. I was so sick. For such a period of time, like a week, and then I felt better for a couple days, I'm back doing stuff, living high on the hog, and then BAM! A couple days later, I am sicker than I was ever before. I got, I got lungs full of goo, I got noses full of goo, and I'm just, 
I'm so tired. I'm tired all the time. I don't even know what's what's going on. Uh, it might be some kind of an indicator of a severe space flu. Maybe I got space pneumonia. Who knows, man? Any number of things. It's like we're up here on the station and the air circulates around. And even though it's usually just me, Iceberg, and a couple other bots, people do pop in from time to time to take care of things, drop things off. And if any of those fools got a germ, it's going to float around through the air ducts and the vents. And even though we do our best to clean them, you can't always get everything out. Uh, I have just been so under the weather, which I do not like at all. Because you know what, man? I'm a go-getter, dude. I like to go out there and get things. I like to go find stuff. I like to hunt. I like to thrift. I like to walk my dog. I like to do... I like to do any number of things, and I haven't been able to go to the flea market. I haven't been able to do any of the stuff. I haven't been to the digging weeks. It's just... I feel like it's just so hard. You know that feeling when you're sick and you're weak? You just, like, the thought of even walking down the street is just impossible to bear. Well, that's that's where I'm at right now, man. And uh, there was, like, a couple days in a row where I was just in bed. I was in bed with a Vicks vaporizer just breathing in nasty Vicks fumes, hoping to break up some of the clots of uh, stuff in my lungs. And uh, I was having dreams, like, fevered dreams. You know what I'm talking about when you're just so deeply asleep that... Your rim sleep, your rim state, rather, is just, it's just so high. There was one, um, I subscribed to comics for my, my boy Chris over at Comics for the Win here in town, and I had a dream that he called up in the middle of the night. This is like when I was feverish. In my dream, I was sick and I was feverish, and he called me up, and he's like, I need all the subscribers to get down here. There's like a zombie attack outside the store. The parking lot is full of zombies, and I don't know who to call. So I figured I'd call my loyal customers to come help out, and I'm just, I'm sick. I'm like... Okay, dude, I'll, I'll I'll go do my best. So, you know, I, I uh, hop in the whip and we get over there to help out with the zombies. And I'm just, you know, I'm not feeling good. But I'm just fighting zombies with an axe. I had a, a small hand axe that I grabbed on the way out the door. And I'm chopping zombies. I'm like, chop, split in head, split a head, split a head, split a head. And, you know, the other uh, subscriber dudes are there too. And we all, eventually we get through the horde of zombies. And we go in the store to see if Chris is all right. But he's not there. He's not inside at all. And we're just like... What's going on? Where is Chris? Oh, and Chris, he does his own podcast with some other buddies from the store. It's called uh, the Comics Cast Cast. Like, uh, the idea is they go and they take comic books or graphic novels and they cast them with well-known actors. It's really fun. I like it a lot. Uh, I recommend you check it out. It's called the Comics Cast Cast. You can find it on iTunes, Stitcher, any one of these places. You can find my show. You can probably find his show, too. But um, we go inside the store and bro's not there. And, uh... It gets ugly. Everybody immediately starts going, well, let's take everything. Let's just, you know, we'll, we'll take turns. Well, um, I'll go first. I'll take something. And then uh, next guy, you can take something and so on and so forth until everything's gone. And I'm just like, this isn't cool. I didn't come down here to save the store to just have a bunch of people uh, take it. But everybody's covered with blood, with zombie blood. It's a disgusting scene. And I'm a little scared to say anything because there's bloodlust in everybody's eyes. It's ill, it's straight ill. And I'm like... You guys need to stop. You guys, you know, you shouldn't do this. Eventually, I found the courage to say it. And uh, right at the moment that I say that, Chris pops out from a secret uh, hatch underneath the desk. And he's like, this was all a test. I created those zombies in my lab in the back. And I wanted to see which one of you guys would be the one to most protect the store. Because it's time for me to leave the Earth. I'm going back to space. And I just wanted to leave the store to somebody who really deserved it. And he's like, here. You icy robots, you're the one, you're the one who's in charge. And he handed me the keys to the store, and I'm like, I, I'm appreciative, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't know if I want to run a comic store, because, you know, I got I got my own things going on, and it does seem really difficult to be a uh, small business owner in the uh, 
age of internet comics or whatever and torrents, people torrent comics. It seems, you know, like I might not want to get too involved, but at the same time, I'm like, I don't want to turn him down because he, you know, he went to all the trouble to invent zombies and do all this stuff just to uh, find a successor. So I'm like, uh, thanks, dude, I guess, you know, so I take the keys and I'm now the owner of the local comic shop. And then I woke up and then I woke up and I'm like, that was a weird dream. That made no sense. I've never... I wouldn't mind working in a comic store. I think it might be fun to try for a while, but I don't know if I'd want to be the owner. I'd rather know where my money's coming from instead of having to worry where my money's coming from. But, um, very weird dream, and I don't know why I'm spending so long sharing with you. I just, I don't know, maybe I'm having a fever dream right now. So anyway, let's cut short and move into the next part of the show known as At The Movies, where we are going to take a look at Deadpool. In a moment, at the movies, without Ebert, Siskel, or even that dude Roper. But you got Icy Robot, so that's something, right? A hush falls over the crowd as rookie sensation Deadpool lines up the shot. His form looks good. Oh! Why the fancy red suit, Mr. Pool? When a dude tries to make you a super slave and kidnaps your future baby mama, the time has come to be a superhero. Hear the music. This is taking unsportsmanlike conduct to a whole new level. Don't worry, I'm totally on top of this. Deadpool. Well, my dudes, uh, I am back from Deadpool, just got back right now, and uh, this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough review because there was a lot that I liked about it, but I would have to say overall that I did... That I did not like the movie. Now, I don't want to say I didn't like it because I did have fun and I did I did laugh a lot. But there was just so much of it that really got on my nerves. And I, um, I'm a bit biased. I don't, I don't really like Ryan Reynolds that much. I don't like his Ryan Reynolds persona. To me, he's just, he's a step above Jeremy Pivens in the annoyance department. And I know a lot of people like him and he does seem like a really nice, really cool dude. But, um... I don't dig the wisecracks. I'm not a guy who goes for wisecracks. This is not my thing. I do, I, I love funny movies and I love to laugh, but I'm just not, I'm not a wisecrack guy. I don't like it when Spider-Man does it and I don't like it when Deadpool does it. Now, I want to also say this. I've never so much as read a comic with Deadpool in it to my memory. I may have, at some point I may have, but I don't think that I've ever... I've never gone out of my way to see anything or read anything with Deadpool in. I just do not go for the wisecracks. I know I've said it before, but, um, all right. The movie is good. And if you like Deadpool and you like that sort of thing, you will certainly enjoy this movie. Now, if you don't, if you have trepidations, if you feel like you don't know if you can handle Ryan Reynolds cracking jokes for that long, then, hey, man, this might not be the movie for you. And I'm not saying don't see it because there is a lot of good action. There's a lot of good fights, a lot of good martial arts. Some of the CGI that they do is good. It's not in any way a bad movie, but I can definitely see how this movie might get on somebody's nerves. To be honest, at the very beginning, it starts off with this scene of Deadpool fighting on a bridge. And I'm just going, Ugh. I kind of want to leave. If it's going to be like this the whole time, it's just him busting snaps, trying to be funny. And I go, if it's going to be like this the whole time, I don't know if I will make it. And I don't really feel that way about a lot of movies. But he quickly turns back into Wade Wilson. It becomes kind of an origin story of Deadpool. And when he's Wade Wilson, he is, 
He's a lot easier to take than Deadpool. I would say that I liked Wade Wilson. I would say I liked Wade Wilson, but I did not enjoy Deadpool. I don't know if I'm alone in this because the theater was a packed. I mean, it was, there was not a spare seat in the house, maybe in the front row, front areas, but there was no spots in the good top sections at all. We were jammed in there and everybody was cracking up the whole time. If you are the kind of dude who laughs at everything, you will like this movie because people were just cracking up during the whole thing. And I'm sitting here going, I don't know why that's funny. I mean, he's saying something that's supposed to be funny, but it's not really funny. And everybody was just, oh, ha, ha, ha. I mean, it was, a. everybody seemed like they really enjoyed the movie. I felt like I might be the only one there who didn't enjoy it. This is, this is true. This happened when the movie was over. Everybody jumped up and gave it a standing ovation, and you don't see that very often. I'm serious. A, a standing ovation. People were standing and clapping, and I'm just like, wow, that was, um, while not a bad movie, I don't know if I'm going to stand up and applaud for it. But hey, man, more power to Ryan Reynolds and more power to uh, R-rated superhero movies. I would really like to see more along those lines. So I'm happy that the movie's doing well, but um, I don't know. It just, it, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for your dude. I'm not the kind of guy who goes for easy laughs, you know. I, I, I knew that this wasn't going to be like an Albert Brooks movie or anything, but uh, it's all just easy laughs. It's like Wade Wilson, I mean, Deadpool's sitting on the edge of a bridge and he's drawing a picture of himself in a crayon kind of style. And he holds it up and people just start cracking up. They're just like, ha, 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 ha. People are laughing hysterically at the fact that dude is drawing with a crayon. And that might be kind of a little funny, but I don't know. I don't know, man. Uh, this movie's just not for me. Um, but there's a lot of good parts to it. The action is fantastic. There's a lot of good fights. A lot of good fights. A lot of good stuff. They introduce a new mutant called Negasonic Teenage Warhead, who's this grumpy teenager. And I thought she was cute. I thought her whole bit was funny. She has, like, a shaved head. She's really mean looking. I enjoyed her. I liked, uh, I liked Colossus. Colossus throughout the movie. And he... He's funny, too, and it is a bit funny how uh, Deadpool keeps, like, he'll turn and he'll talk to the camera. There's a lot of in-jokes about the movies. Like, he makes some jokes about Ryan Reynolds. He makes some jokes about Hugh Jackman, and this movie's not without merit. I don't want to say that. It is not without merit. It just wasn't, you know, it just wasn't for your boy. It just wasn't for your dude. The old lady didn't like it that much either, but she did like it more than me. I don't know, man. I would say if you think you want to see this movie and you enjoy Deadpool, you will enjoy this movie immensely. If, uh, if you're on the fence, I don't know. You might want to stay on the fence. Uh, what would I say? I'm going to give it like three mics out of a total of five mics. It has merit. It's just not the greatest thing in the world. And a lot of people acted like it was the greatest thing in the world. So I don't know. See it, uh, if you want to see it, see it. If you don't, wait till it's on HBO like our boy Engineer Nerd's gonna do. All right, I'm out. This is Don Fry, and you're listening to Toys R Us Report. Touch it down, I'll kill you. Scarecrow and Mrs. King will not be seen tonight, but will return next week at this time. Get ready for a Toys R Us report special presentation. The top five things our boy IC Robots wants to see on the Legends of Tomorrow. Even though we are only a few episodes in, the CW Network's show, The Legends of Tomorrow, has become one of my faves. It's a time travel deal. It's a superhero time travel show. It encompasses two of my favorite things all in one. Uh, 
If you haven't seen it yet, and I really think you should, the basic idea is that Rip Hunter gathers a bunch of B and C list level DC heroes from the other shows, Arrow and Flash, etc. And they travel in time in search of Vandal Savage, who in the far future has taken over the Earth. He's an evil despot, as you all know. Vandal Savage is immortal, and over the years, he gains control of everything. He's the worst. So, they travel, uh, through time, trying to catch him in different periods, hoping to kill him. Um, the show promises many cool characters. I've already said there's gonna be Jonah Hex, there's gonna be Sergeant Rock. So, anybody who has been said to be on the show in the future, I, uh, I'm not gonna mention here. These are just some things I would like to see. There has also been some talk of dimensional travel, so you might see some of that. I don't know. I have no idea. But um, these are the top five things I want to see. So without further ado, let's get started. Number five. You're watching an all-new Legion of Superheroes here on Kids WB. I scoured the VHS vault looking for things I could put here about the Legion of Superheroes. And the best I could do was come up with a commercial from the Kids WB, but hey man, that's good enough. Now, uh, on the other day in Flash, the Flash traveled through dimensions. He went from Earth 1 to Earth 2, and they did show a Legion flight ring. So I don't know if that promises that someday we will see the Legion. But I'm hoping that we do. The Legion of Superheroes is great. They are one of my faves. They, uh, they are in the future, and in the future, they are the ones holding down the fort to fight an evil. You got all sorts of cool dudes in the Legion, such as Lightning Lad, Saturn Girl, and Cosmic Boy. That's part of the gimmick. They're all children. They all have to be, like, a under a certain age, I think. I'm not really an expert on the Legion, but, uh, those three right there are, like, the Trinity. They are the Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman of the group. But you also got, like, Pharaoh Lad, who could turn himself into Metal and Bouncing Boy, who could turn into, like, a Super Bowl and bounce around. They had all kinds of fun adventures in the far-flung future, I think it would be cool if they do show them. I hope that they show their uh, rocket-shaped clubhouse. And I don't know. If they could show... One of the strengths of the, the Legion of Superheroes is that they have, like, a million members. So if they could go ahead and just show as many as possible. I want to see Karate Kid. I want to see Mon-El. I just I want to see them all. So let's hope someday in the future we see the uh, Legion of Superheroes. I kind of imagine we will. So uh, let's take out uh, number four. Number four. Misfit, your mental maelstrom is over. Good work, Kenobi. Whenever you need help, I'm only a wormhole away. Thanks, Batman. I'm sad to leave this paradise where man and animal live side by side. Hmm. These people should be ashamed of themselves, treating animals like humans. Better get going, Doc. Gotham has a leash law. The next one that I hope they see, and this was another one to find any reference to in the good old VHS vault, a.k.a. my garage. But I hope someday we see Commandy, the last boy on Earth. The gimmick with Commandy, and that is spelled K-A-M-A-N-D-I, is in the future there will be something called the Great Disaster that wipes out everything on Earth. And as things re-evolve, super intelligent animals control and rule over animalistic humans. It's much like Planet of the Apes, but not only are there apes, there are dogs, there are tiger people, there are all sorts of things. As I understand it, Commandy came about, Commandy was created by Jack Kirby when DC failed to get the comic book license to Planet of the Apes, so they're just like, hey man, 
Forget apes. Let's make something with all sorts of animals. That'll be way more off the hook. Commandy's cool. He wears some uh, blue denim cutoff shorts. He has long blonde hair. And he uh, fights side by side with, like, I think a dog. Like a fully grown dog man person. And they go around and they try to free human beings from slavery. The evil slavery of other animals. It's cool. It's like, you know, this awesome post-apocalyptic thing. It'd be really neat to see them go. Now, I don't know how this works with the Legion of Superhero. This might be like some kind of alternate timeline because the Legion of Superheroes has like super tech and the world is super clean, super great, and then Commandees, it's just everything is blown to rubble. It might be that the disaster happens and then eventually mankind comes back into control and in the far, far, far flung future, you have the Legion of Superheroes. I know not. This is something I would like to see though. I want to see Commandy walking around in his shorts, talking to a dog, doing all sorts of fun stuff. This is definitely, definitely something the Legends of Tomorrow should try to tackle. So, let's move on to the next one. Let's see what else we got up here, Icy Robots. Number three. Are you sure about this old chum? The name's Gold, and you can bet on as precious as the metal. We are Fire and Ice, a volatile combination. I used to carry knockout pellets. They kept exploding on my belt. Tell me about it. Poser, that's my piece of cake. Guy Gardner always gets the quarter piece. You mean this piece? That is Portuguese for no problem. <laughs> Boys, I know. Why should they have all the fun? Simple, Mike. They're heroes people can trust, relate to, depend on. They're not aloof. They don't put themselves above us mere mortals the way that some heroes do. The next on my list is Justice League International. The Justice League International, the JLI, was put together after the terrible Detroit years. Uh, they started all over, they reformed the League, and this comic had more of a comical tone. Now, you did have your serious moments, but it was mostly played for comedy. This was really my jam back in the day. I was into this. I've, I put a, a bit of thought into this. I'm thinking... Even though, um, maybe we should go over the members. You had initially, like, Captain Marvel, Martian Manhunter, Dr. Fate, Dr. Light, uh, Blue Beetle, Booster Gold, uh, Mr. Miracle, and his sidekick, Oberon, and the whole team was put together, oh, Black Canary as well, and the whole team was put together by Maxwell Lord. Now, some of these people are people we have seen on other shows. Maxwell Lord is a character on Supergirl, as is Martian Manhunter. So if you're going to do this, since you're already crossing over Supergirl and Flash, get those two right there. Put them in the show. Then you have Black Canary. Get Katie Cassidy from Arrow. Put her in the blue and black costume and show what might happen in the future. Put her in there. Then you got Dr. Fate. That's easy. Get somebody, put him in a helmet. Uh, we haven't seen Booster Gold. You can do that. And then, oh... Guy Gardner, they had their own Green Lantern, Guy Gardner, the super macho guy with the bowl cut. Put him in there. Also, Batman was a member, and I know you're not going to be able to touch that. So just uh, say he's away that day. I don't know. Show him in the shadows. Just show a picture of him. Just anything. Anything you can do to avoid actually showing Batman would be great. But I think take some of the existing actors you already have, put him in there, age him a bit. It would 
really be a kick to see Katie Cassidy in this uh, blue and black outfit that she's wearing, you know, feather her hair. It would be fun. This could be a really neat way to show a Justice League without going and ruining the movie or any of that kind of licensing stuff that they already have planned. This was... This was a really fun comic. I know that, um, I know that a lot of people out there, I was actually just talking about this online the other day with my man, Mr. Sensational Gino Vega. He brought it up and I thought it was weird because I was getting ready to work on the episode and I already, uh, you know, I'd been doing a bit of research on it. So, I don't know. It's, uh, something that's out there in the public consciousness to some degree and it might be fun to see a different version of the Justice League on TV. So, with all that said... Let's move into the next one, one of my favorites of all the times. Number two. What's on Barbara's mind, Charlie? Is she about to go into action as that domino dare doll, Batgirl? Batgirl, 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 Batgirl. Where do you come from? Where do you go? What is your scene, baby? We just gotta know. Batgirl, Batgirl. If you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know that I'm obsessed with Batgirl, so how could I go and make a list like this and not say that I'd like to see Batgirl on TV? Of course I would. I would mark out. I'd do a backflip. I would do a backflip land and then do a front flip, and I can't even do a flip, so you can imagine how excited I would be to see Batgirl back on my TV tube. So, uh, who should play her? I mean, ideally, I would like Deborah Ann Wall from True Blood and from, uh, Daredevil. She is Karen Page. She's a natural redhead. She's very pretty. I think maybe I'd just like to see Deborah Ann Wall in the Batgirl costume, but, uh... Nevertheless, I think she'd be great. If you can't get her, what about this? What about Emily Kinney? Now, I know Emily Kinney was Beth on The Walking Dead. Now, I know that uh, she was already a character on The Flash, but hey, man, who cares? It's only a one-shot, so go ahead and make her be Batgirl. I think it would be fantastic. I would like to see that quite a bit. If you wanted to go historical, get Dinah Meyer, because she played Batgirl on uh, the old Birds of Prey show that ran for a few episodes way back in the day. I think this is great. I think it's a great idea. If you are listening, Greg Berlanti, hey, man, uh, I'll let you steal it. You know, go ahead, steal it. Cast Emily Kinney, and you got gold, man. You got gold. And plus, who wouldn't like to see the adorable Emily Kinney with dyed red hair stuffed into a Batgirl suit? That's just money. I smell money right there. So, um, yeah, that's that. Let's move on to the thing that I want to see the most from The Legends of Tomorrow. And the number one thing R2-I-Fee Robots wants to see on the Fib.org's Legends of Tomorrow is, get ready, here it is. The truth revealed. What's he got here, Bob? Just stay out of it. And the family exposed. I wanted to kill him. Tell him what you did. You cannot protect your mother and I by lying to us. An all-new Smallville. Tuesday night at 8 on WGN, Chicago's WB. There it is right there, Smallville. I want to see a Smallville reunion. I want them to jump into their time machine, do some other dimensional travel, and wind up in Smallville. I want a reunion. I want to see Tom Welling as Superman. 
I want to see Allison Mack. I want to see Chloe. I want to see Lana Lang. I want to see uh, Lois Lane. I want to see Tom Schneider. I want to see everybody. I think it would be so fun to go back and throw it to the show that started all this superhero on TV hoopla. Smallville, I mean, dude, come on. We would all love to see it. We would mark out so hard. Wouldn't it be neat to go and see just anything, just see anything. Do it in the future where he has become Superman. Do it in the present where he's still Clark wearing that red jacket and the blue shirt. There are so many fun things you could get out of this. This could be a giant episode for the show. I'm sure it would be expensive to get everybody back together, get Michael Rosenbaum as a Lex, get the whole crew, put them all back together. I'm sure it would cost a ton, but you know what? It would be a ton of fun, and in the end, isn't that what it was to be about? You could, like, make this an event, you know, hype it, say, hey, Smallville reunion gonna be in two weeks, and then everyone would tune in, everyone would watch, you get all the old people back who, uh, used to watch the show back in the day. This would be, this would be so much fun, and it would just be, it would be cool just to see what these guys are up to nowadays. I haven't seen Allison Mack, who played Chloe, on TV or in anything since the show ended, and she was one of my favorite characters, so I don't know, man. I would like to see what she is up to now. So, I guess that's it. I You got the list. You got the top five. And you can take that for what it's worth. You got to consider also that Sergeant Rock and Jonah Hex are two of the things I would love to see more than anything. But they are going to actually be on the show. So, they're already uh, making my dreams come true. So, um, I don't know, my dudes. That's it. That's the top five things that I want to see on the CW's Legend of Tomorrow. Why don't you go and tweet this episode to Greg Berlanti so that he can... uh. That's the guy who's behind. He's a genius behind all this stuff. Tweet it to him so that he can see what we are into and what we would hope to get out of the show, or what I would hope to get out of the show at any rate. So, uh, let's move into the final segment of the show known as the Toys R Us Report. It's going to be brief because we are running out of time. Please drop by supportthereport.com and consider becoming a show patron for as low as a measly dollar a month. It's the right thing to do. You've made it this far. It's time. The final segment. Your weekly toy shop update. The Toys R Us Report. Alrighty, right. It is me, IC Robots, and we are back for the final segment of the show known as The Toys R Us Report. You could say it's a title segment, but uh, dig it, dudes. I haven't been out of the house in like a week and a half anywhere. Like, not even. I went across the street a couple times to talk to dude, but I haven't really been doing anything. So, uh, sadly, there, I don't know, I don't know what I could say as far as what I've seen at the toy shops, but, um, let's take this chance and dig into a couple of these, uh, letters. We get letters sometimes. If you want to write us, you can hit us up at iceberg13, that's all spelled out, the word 13 is spelled out, on, uh, at gmail.com, iceberg13 at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, facebook.com backslash robots. that's I-S-E-E robots. But, um, yo, Iceberg, uh, read that letter you got, let's see what it says. I've been, uh, kind of anxious to get to these. I got one right here. It's from some fool named Greg P. from Taft, California. Greg says, It's pretty cool that you guys record on a space station on Jupiter or whatever, but what are you actually doing up there? Like, what's your mission? It's very unclear. 
Well, Greg P. from uh, Taft, California, that's a good question. I don't know if I've ever really talked about it. Um, my particular job up here on the station is I, I clean the ducts, I clean the vents, I keep everything, you know, the air flowing through. But uh, the overall mission of the Jupiter station is that it is a radio transmitting antenna. Um, we work for a company that was planning to extend cell service way out into outer space, so... They made a mission to uh, Jupiter's third largest moon, Callisto, and put an antenna in hopes that maybe someday they could control the rights to, uh, you know, this area. I don't, I don't really know what their whole corporate plan is, but we are a antenna relay station for radio and cellular signals. That's why, that's why we are able to transmit so, uh, awesomely back to Earth. Uh, yeah, so, um, Iceberg, do you have another uh, note for us here? I do. It is another question. This one is from the Mr. Babula from some place called Ronart Park, California. I don't care. It sounds awful. Hey, I see robots and iceberg. You guys seem like you might be cool to meet. Is that possible? I would love to shake your hands and tell you how much I enjoy the show. Maybe I could be over there and say what's up. I will answer this one if you don't mind. Sure, if you want to, you knock yourself out, dude. No, you may not be Mova. One bag of flesh in my life is enough. I find the idea of meeting people to be a bit on the lame side. So, no, you may not meet us. Iceberg, come on, dude. These are the guys who listen to the show. Be polite. These are the ones who thought enough to send in a note. Uh... Sadly, he's a bit right. We can't beam anyone over. Only authorized personnel are allowed inside the, uh, beaming platform. But, hey, man, uh, I appreciate the sentiment, you know. Good Anya for wanting to say what's up. It's, you know, a very nice gesture, at least. Iceberg, one more before we head out. All right. One more. This was sent to us on Facebook at facebook.com backslash I see robots. Hey, I see robots. How is it up there on Jupiter? I've been wondering who is your favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan and also, who do you think would win in a battle? Redman or KRS-One? I will take my answer off air. Wow, man, those are some good questions. First off, what's it like here on Jupiter? Uh, it's cold, it's lonely, it's boring. It's okay, though. It's not the worst. I've definitely had worse jobs than this. Uh... Now, who is my favorite member of the Wu-Tang Clan? That's a tough question. I think that, uh, I like Ghostface Killer a lot. I really like Ghost. I like that he's still, uh, at the peak of the game, even so far after the debut of the Wu. Um, I like the RZA. I think he's a good rapper. Great, great producer. And I like a lot of his outside projects. But, um, if you ask me my favorite, I might have to say Inspector Deck. There was just something, I think Dude was really underrated. I liked his rhymes a lot. He had a really... Really cool style and good lyrics. Um, now let's see, what was the other question? Oh, who would win in a battle between Redman and KRS-One? Well, that would be a battle for the ages, but as much as I respect Redman, and I think that he is one of the greatest of all times, and I think he's an incredible live MC, he's a great battle rapper, I would have to go with KRS-One because I just don't see anybody beating Chris in a straight-up battle, dude, is, um... Chris is just an absolute legend. He's a he's probably the greatest battle rapper of all time. So, as great and awesome as Redman is, Reggie Red, I love you. I'm still going to have to go with uh, KRS-One on that one. So, thanks for sending in mail. You can hit us up, Iceberg13, that's I-C-E-B-E-R-G-T-H-I-R-T-E. 
E-E-N at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Facebook, facebook.com backslash IC Robots. Hit us up on Twitter at IC Robots. And uh, hopefully we'll get some good questions. We can do another viewer mail segment in the future. So uh, that's about it, guys. We're going to sign off. This is me, IC Robots, for Iceberg 13 and the entire crew up here on the Jupiter Station. This is episode number 68. If you don't know, now you know. Recorded live on Jupiter's moon, Callisto, this has been an IC Robots radio production.